0: Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee, my name is Joel Arndt, here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. Good morning, it is Thursday, November 28th, 2019. This morning we have an article about Vancouver and the new rental policies that the city council there has approved, it be interesting to see, uh, dive into a little bit about what they say can and can't happen in terms of rental properties in Vancouver. It'd also be interesting to see what kind of fallout there is over the next um, year or so with other major cities that face similar rental. Uh, hmm. You know, it can be it's being termed the affordability crisis or rental crisis, just rental woes. There's a lot. Th- there's a lot of demand and not a lot of supply. And Vancouver has done something to meet that. So, but first we have. Wealth Hacker interview, just a one and a half, two minute snapshot of the life of an investor. So, we'll head into that, and then we'll take a look at our article. Let's go. Uh, Name and
1: somewhere people can get a hold of you. Uh, Tyler uh, you probably LinkedIn's the best way to find me. Absolutely. also, I, my, my business website, but it's. Uh, What's your business website? Uh, www.taykel.ca. Okay. Um, what is your favorite
0: investment strategy?
1: Uh, so I've only got a couple properties, but I um I bought a legal, well, not sorry, an illegal duplex, actually. Uh, um, kind of like the potential in-law suite thing in Hamilton. Uh, that works really well. Cash flow cash flows really well. Of course, that was a few years ago, so it's, it's doing quite well. Is that um, where
0: you want to keep going, or do you see do you see you're leading towards something else?
1: I like the idea of getting into larger stuff, more commercial commercial side of the world, um, just because of the flexibility with tenants and stuff like that. Yes. Um, but I mean, realistically, that's a really hard game to get into. Um, you need a lot of cash abroad to get into that stuff. So, um, And then of course, you know, giant high-rise <laughs> stuff, which is you know, where we're all headed, right? Yeah. Um, but for now, the having two units in a in a property is is the way to actually make a cash flow, right? Yeah. Um, it's pretty hard when it's single single family dwelling, so. Uh,
0: are you financially independent?
1: No, not yet.
0: What's Working it, there. What's what's your day to day look like to get there?
1: Well, I run in my business now. Started about a year ago, and um, so I saw commercial doors like fire rated stuff that we actually need to make two units, which is kind of uh, ironic. Good in that. crossover. Uh, yeah, good crossover, and um, so yeah, I'm focused on that, and then i uh, hoping to build that to the point where I can either sell the business or or have it run itself and turn it into a passive uh, income street. So, a couple quick questions. Do you think you should rent or own your primary residence? I've done the math. I don't... I, I understand lots of guys. I think Grant Cardone's one of them who would rent his primary residence. I think to, it's still better to own your primary residence. I don't know that... Um, You'd be able to rent something that you would want to live in, um, especially if you became a, became a millionaire. You would probably want to um, own something. You could own it cheaper than you can you can rent something like that caliber. Yeah. So that's a problem. If if you are living in uh, something with more than one unit, then it definitely I would I would uh, I would own it. Then you could uh, own men. Yeah, know. absolutely. Uh, cash flow or appreciation? Uh, cash flow. Uh, 100%. Every day. Make make money every day so you have something to invest. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> awesome.
0: Vancouver approves new rental housing policy amid cities' housing crisis. Vancouver City Council has approved a new rental housing policy that will allow apartments on side streets, permit the creation of rental-only zoning for some commercial areas, and speed up the process for approving projects on Main Streets. Mayor Kennedy Stewart and some housing advocates said the approval was a sign that the City in, the city Council and many residents, even those in areas that have traditionally been dubious about anything but single detached houses, are accepting that Vancouver needs to take a different approach to solving the city's housing crisis. What struck me was how homeowners from the West Side were saying, Uncle, we've had enough, we need densification, Mr. Stewart said. The rental housing policy was passed in a vote Tuesday night after 12 hours of debate. The city's main developer association said one major flaw with the new policy was that it was changed in a late amendment Tuesday to impose new restrictions on developing rentals along main streets, even while allowing, allowing them to go up to six stories instead of four without having to go through a lengthy public hearing process. Very concerned, they made the change against recommendations of staff," said Ann McMullen, chief executive officer of the Urban Land Institute. The change means that developers will now have to offer the same kind of significant compensation to renters being displaced from apartments above stores, on main streets, similar to the kind of compensation now required for those in standalone apartment buildings that are being redeveloped. In a letter sent to council in May, Miss McMullen said the move being considered and eventually rejected during early consultation would be unprecedented in its impact. She said it would change the rules midstream on several projects, essentially changing the zoning in a way that reduces the overall value of the land and creates significant new financial barriers to developing rentals on those kind of sites. But the mayor emphasized that the city's proposed new policy, which still needs to get approval after a public hearing process for some parts, will eliminate up to two years of wait time for development applications. That should help encourage such applications, he said. The spokesman for Landlord BC said he hoped that would be the impact. The move to allow rental apartments to be built in a 50-meter transition zone next to Main Streets was a good step, CEO Dave Hutniak said. I do feel like we're making some progress. But he said, it is a sign of a continuing problem in the city that the initiative wasn't bolder. It should not have been just one street over, it should have been deeper in, Mr. Huttaniak said. He did think allowing six-story rental buildings on main streets without a rezoning or public hearing was probably the biggest win for for housing in the city. If you can get nice six-story stuff up there, that has the potential, the most immediate potential. I'm walking away optimistic. The long debate and public input Tuesday, however, was a sign of a changing mood in the city, said many. About three dozen speakers came to City Hall to voice their opinions on the plan, and many more wrote to Council. While some were traditional opponents concerned about too dramatic changes to neighborhoods or policies not focused enough on producing the lowest cost possible housing, many came out in support, including renters, developers, and nonprofit groups. Interesting, like that's some significant rezoning. That it sounds like that. Vancouver is willing to do or just laxing the getting relaxed on the requirements to rezone and just letting certain buildings go up Um, to be able to build six stories without having to go through much of a rezoning process or even a public consultation that's pretty big that's significant if Toronto did something like that man it would probably come mid-rise city. <laughs> really? I don't even know what they're... I don't even know what Toronto's policy is in regards to like four-story buildings. It'd be interesting to see, to take a look at. If you are someone who is involved with Toronto's development, if you have experience developing mid-rise apartment buildings, purpose-built rentals uh, up to four stories in Toronto, I'd love to hear from you. If you are part of Toronto's planning committee committee and you want to talk about why Toronto hasn't changed much in terms of allowing rental housing in the city over the last 10 years. Love to hear from you. Love to take, get your side of the story. If uh, you invest in Vancouver and see this as an opportunity to develop uh, for development there, I'd love to hear from you as well. Email me recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at j.o.e.l.a.r.n.d.t.ca let me know what you think. If you have someone, uh, you know, if you know someone who lives in Vancouver and is going to be affected by this, if you know someone who's been following this particular uh, policy fairly closely, I'd love uh, to share this episode with them. I'd love to hear from them as well. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Real Estate and Coffee. You can subscribe to Real Estate and Coffee on any podcasting platform, whichever one you're listening to now. If you would, take the time to go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, and if you have some feedback, you can also leave a review. I'll definitely be reading through them. And thank you again for making time in your day for Real Estate and Coffee. It's Thursday, enjoy your day.